This is Kai Stewart, reading bedtime stories for nobody. The Battle Island mermaid isn't a mermaid, it tells me as I lean on the glass wall of its enclosure, though it is from Battle Island. Like that designation, its position here at the end of an out-of-the-way corridor seems like an afterthought or a compromise. No one knows precisely what it is, or what to do with it, though they know they want it around. It's the only one in captivity, the only one in existence as far as anyone knows, though it assures me that that's far from the truth. It looks about as much like a mermaid as anything else people have called that. It looks more like an otter covered in rumpled silver fur with two long black eyebrows curving back over its shoulders. It has an otter's long body and split-lipped mouth, a seal's webbed toes, and it leans on an otter's dexterous forepaws, but its eyes are almost human. Its enclosure has a pool for swimming, a cave for retreat from spectators, and is made entirely of icy blue-white concrete boulders, possibly to emulate the cold Atlantic waters around Battle Island, possibly to set off its moonlit fur. It's, it tells me about Battle Island. It's unpopulated a small island far enough from the mainland to make it unappealing to visitors and real estate speculators and near a submarine shelf where the seafloor drops suddenly away. It's only a foal, it says, and I'm surprised at that word, not a calf or a pup. Adults of its species swim in the deeper waters. It hasn't yet changed its first soft dappled coat for an adult's gleaming foam white nor attain its full growth, and its horn is only a knobby ridge under the skin in the middle of its forehead. It tells me how it used to watch the adults, unimaginably huge and gleaming in the darkness at depth, surging past each other in complex patterns, crisscrossing the surface of the water. The water is always colder on Battle Island, but they don't feel it. Scientists have never seen anything like it. It tells me how young kids would come down to the edge of the water sometimes. Human kids. Dropped off by canoes or swum over from the mainland. Families picnicking. And the adults would come up to meet them, would let the kids stroke their heads. It tells me about the caves where it and its age mates used to sleep, out of the water, warm together in a drift of autumn leaves looking out over the water to see an adult's vast back or long, gleaming horn break the water. It stops talking then and plunges into the water. Its long body is lithe and powerful, and its fur swirls around it in flirtily and arabesque. The glass wall where I'm standing butts right up against the pool so that I can crouch down a little and see it as it swims stand upright and see it on the rocks. The plaque by its tank says that it was caught by fishermen near Battle Island, which is a popular spot for fishing because the water is unusually pure and the fish caught there are uniformly large and healthy. There is a postcard mounted next to the plaque that says, Visit Battle Island, Connecticut, and a four-color print of a tiny tree-covered island. The wall is cold, white-painted plaster, and a hundred feet down, there's a Cinnabon. When it emerges from the water, 
and hoists itself back onto the fake rocks. I tell it I'm going to get it out of here. The mall is full of activists come to keep tabs on a neocon protest in the food court. One of them will have a car to drive us to the Greyhound station. Some of them want, somebody will have a blanket or a long jacket, something to help me sell the story that it's my sick relative. Can it sit in a bus seat? I don't know. I guess we'll try in the car. I could drive across country to Connecticut with it stretched out in the back seat. I hate the thought of putting it in a pet carrier like it would need to in order to get on an airplane, though that would shorten the trip. I guess in the worst case, we can drive down to Santa Cruz or Half Moon Bay and I can let it into the Pacific, but I don't know how long it would take to swim around the continent. It says its people are very long-lived, but I'm still not crazy about the idea of it being alone for years. I just know it can't stay behind this glass on these fake rocks. It, it should be at home. It can't walk, of course. It can hump along the floor like a seal, but that's hardly inconspicuous. I pick it up and hold it cradled in my arms. Its fur is implausibly silky, and it's much lighter than it looks. It's almost seven feet long, but I don't have much trouble holding it. It's so warm. 